My name is Mag. Oh, do I get to introduce myself? <laughs> Go for it! Awesome. Um, and my name is Becca. Uh, so Becca's back joining us for another week, um, which we're really glad about. And uh, we, we, you know, we love it when guests do more than one week because it means our lives are so much It makes easier. it really easy. We don't have to scurry every single week in a frenzy. So anyway, for those of you that don't know the format of the show, uh, you're listening to Living Love Voce Season 2, which means we've got some improvements for you. <laughs> Uh, every week we get the pleasure of being joined by our guests, uh, who is this week is Becca, and we get a guest supervisor too, who picks a topic for us that we haven't really heard about before, we haven't prepared anything before. Uh, we get chucked in at the deep end, we get 20 minutes uh, to figure out what we're going to talk about, then we get about seven and a half minutes, can be less, can't be more, um, to talk about uh, what we've researched. So that's the uh, general plot. Shall we hear from our supervisor now? Yes, let's. Hello, and welcome to Live in La Viva Voce. I am your supervisor, Kate Green, head of the Department of Animal Rights. Joining our course this week, serial academics Meg Zhang and Adam Green, and a newcomer to the Live in La Viva Voce PhD circuit. Unfortunately, due to an accounting error in the university's favour, we have had to shorten the length of our academic programme. Our candidates will have to complete their research on owning non-domestic pets, such as farm animals, not on a farm, in just one hour. To help structure their work, we have given them 20 minutes to do their research and 7.5 minutes to present. So without further ado, your funding starts now. Let's go. Let's go. Do you know what we didn't talk about last week? What did we not talk about? Well, we're drinking. Yes, of course. What are we drinking? So, I mean, what's lovely about us being in person is that we're all drinking the the exact same thing. So, I mean, we might as well share it now. I I don't think it will be missed. Uh, Let's see. Um, I guess Beck and I are drinking this um, amber natural wine made naturally dry in 2019. I know, it's suspicious, suspicious. isn't it? Uh, okay, it is a blend, uh, which makes sense with the amount of money I paid. Um, it's 43% Sauvignon Blanc, uh, 18.5% um, Fatesca Alba, 24% um, Tamayosa Romesca, and 65 Chardonnay. So there you go. You it's an orange wine. I know. <laughs> there you go. Only the best for our guests, right? Um, and then, Adam, what are you drinking? Um, so I'm knocking back some Belvedere Intense. Uh, which is mm. Polish vodka. That you picked up at the airport. I picked up at the airport. I, I picked up because apparently it's limited edition. I, I just like to point out, I'm not easily, I'm not I, I'm not necessarily believing that, right? Um, but I thought it would be fun to get some. Uh, because like, I thought I should show up with some alcohol, right? Like, and then we actually didn't drink it for like two weeks. I know. And then we found out it's like radiated fluid. It's not good. Do you guys have any ideas about what you are going to research? Because I actually have... I think I have my topic solidified. I don't think I have my thesis or like a title or by any chance, but like I, I know what I'm going to be exploring for these 20 minutes. Okay, well, I just looked up what counts as, as domesticated species. <laughs> this is true. Okay, you so want to read it seven, for Yes, there are seven. <laughs> there, are seven. <laughs> there are seven. All right. Um, so dogs, cats, horses, pigs, cows, sheep, 
and goats. Wait, what? Oh, oh perfect. That's excellent like... because I know exactly what I'm going to be doing. So now. apparently, a sheep can live in your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, according to this website, I may have a sheep in my house. Actually, thank you. Um, oh my gosh. Although um, everyone is split. Apparently, many people consider a ferret to be a domesticated animal, but many people also disagree with that. I have I'm the sorry, best okay, topic. Okay, okay, Holy I'm sorry. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. If, you're, if your crazy cousin came around, right, <laughs> and was like, look, I've been to my therapist, I've got a support animal. Do you want him to be a ferret or a sheep? Wait, <laughs> okay. I knew someone in college who had an emotional support chinchilla. Oh, that's so cute. Okay, the thing is with chinchilla, it's fine because it's very small, right? The issue becomes when it's like 300 pounds and like, you know, those, uh, six feet. Yeah, exactly. That's too big. It's like, oh, this shoot. Is what I'm saying. This right? Some dogs you, are bigger than Chetland oh ponies. Oh, my God. You don't want a guy rocking up these guys. Bloody <laughs> hey. cow behind him. This is my emotional support cow. I found the perfect... Can I just say, I have my topic, I have my website, uh, like my, or should I say my database of uh, evidence? I'm ready to go. Um, oh, man. Oh, man. This is very good. Okay. Wow, wait, this doesn't refer to birds? See, that's interesting. I I am going to go or with birds. I'm what? Gonna, Yeah, okay. Well, no, because you can't. You can't like you, you can't, can't domesticate, domesticate a fish, fish. right? That's <laughs> like, fair. All goldfish are being bred and held against their will. Like they they, they cannot consent to that. I think. Um, I wow. Okay, this is very good. Becca, care to share what uh, if you have any any ideas, any oh. points of departure? Yeah. Oh, I already have my title. I'm so proud of myself. Oh this man, here I we actually, go. Here we go. Yeah. This time I actually have. Excellent. Yes. Oh, this to be honest, this is mostly based on a TikTok I saw a few weeks ago, though. <laughs> or it's inspired by. It's not based <laughs> it's on. It's not based it's on. It's not based on. It is oh inspired by. Yes. Because I was actually Loosely, <laughs> loosely departing from. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. You sound very excited, love. What have you, what I have you got? I am so excited. I unfortunately I cannot share with you anything because, like my Nicolas Cage presentation, I think the whole thing depends on um, the element of surprise. Is it based on domesticating Nicolas Cage? I wish that man cannot be domesticated. Have you seen that photo of him posed in like the leopard skin, like lying on his side? No. That is one of the best Halloween shows. Okay, this is very good. Holy crap. Well, I'm just typing... God, can you imagine? I'm going to have to return this computer to King's one day. I've just typed into Google Nicholas Cage sexy. Nope. That's your computer now. <laughs> yeah, here we go. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't think he's sexy, but actually his arms look pretty good. No, no. The thing is, Nicholas Cage, is, I think, is actually a very sexy man. But it's just not a three words you want to hear together, is there? No. Um, oh. The real question is, is he a good actor? Has anyone actually ever decided that? I thought it was just he makes a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> For Nicolas Cage, it is not so quality, it is quantity. <laughs> um, oh man, what is that? Damn, my Google Chrome is broken as well, what the hell? Adam's laptop, every time we record, is falling apart. It is on its last legs. 
Is it only when you record though? Yes, honest, genuinely, I can man. I say, I've done a week's worth of work and it hasn't bugged once. I think it knows. Yeah. It knows, okay? Okay, so I'm assuming this isn't going to come up in anyone's talk, so I'm going to ask it. Okay. What is the acceptable level of animal to have in a home? What do you mean acceptable? Oh, like yeah, before like, it goes from. Oh, if, okay, so so mate, you're, like you and I obviously acceptable dating. to like an okay. episode of Hoarders. Okay, okay, so if <laughs> I, I, you and I obviously dating, but like yeah. we're, we're married, we've got a house, right? Yeah. So it depends. A, well, it depends um, on the size of the. It depends okay, okay. on whether maybe it's a like, middle class house or an upper class house, <laughs> doesn't it? Such no context. Also, do you have a yard? Yeah, it okay, depends okay. on we have a yard. We have a uh, regular yard and what? a. What, does what, a counts regu- what counts as a regular okay, yard? Okay, okay. I'm it's sorry, you're in the room with two English people. Like, yeah, I know. 20, Get ready. It's 20 foot by 20 foot there. Okay. Okay, it's 20 foot by 20 foot yard. Um, it's a three bedroom house. You have two and a half kids. Yeah. Um, you have a husband that's kind of neglectful. Yeah. Um, but he's not abusive. Oh, and, uh, a, and a wife with battered spouse syndrome. He just doesn't, he just doesn't pay you the attention yeah. he used to, you know. Yeah. He used to think you were a young and vibrant woman, but yeah. now you're, you're feeling like a wilted Delilah. Great. <laughs> now I've painted that picture for you. I'm glad you're all happy yeah. about that picture. My dog is named Delilah. <gasps> oh, <laughs> that's all I was thinking of when you said that. Your husband comes home. Yeah. He walks through the door. He's seven Rottweilers. <laughs> Honey, I'm home. Seven Rottweilers I brought a surprise. that have been trained against the husband's scent. <laughs> I, I brought a surprise. What What has he walked through the door with that will make him sleep on the couch? Himself. <laughs> um, no, I mean, no, I mean, frankly, I, I think, I think with big dogs, like, I'm, I'm someone that you know at most would want like two big dogs. I think. I, I would like to have a pretty, like, busy kind of lifestyle. And, like, dogs can, can be quite a bit of work. So, realistically speaking, right, I would love to have a dog. Um, I would love to have two dogs. Any any number more than that, I think, is is pushing the boundaries for me. Okay, can I clarify that? Yeah. Okay. So, when you say a big dog, yeah, let's talk about something big like a greyhound, right? Yeah. That's not, that's not too bad. Okay. I'm talking about something like a Newfoundland or something, which is, like, he- like okay, substantial. Okay, so you with a Newfoundland, right? Yeah. That's okay, but not three. Right? No, because like, where are we no, gonna no, like? Oh my fair, god, fair, yeah, okay. so many. What if it comes in with an alpaca? It's like, where would we put that? <laughs> that can't be legal. Oh my gosh. Baby, people raise alpacas in all kinds of countries. I'm yeah. an alpaca farmer. A farmer, we're not like we're not farming alpaca, right? Like that's the problem. Is that if it becomes a pet only, then like. The amount of food, the amount of like shit it would excrete. I don't know. It sounds like a lot of effort. Also, we have seven minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. What if he walked through the door and he had a baby piglet? It'd be really cute, but I don't think that's very. Um, one, I don't think like where where did you get that? Two, baby piglets turn into big pigs. So 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 you're okay. So to to explain the first one, he's pulled up on the side of the road. He's got Wait, oh, bunnies. Okay. Bunnies were also not on the yeah, list. Yeah, bunnies were... I don't think the list you found was very um, substantial. Wait, also, then. what about, like, hamsters and guinea pigs? Yeah, those... that was also... The problem is that, like, I guess what the term domesticated means, like, to some extent, like, use... 
by human. Like right, like a rabbit. Sorry, I would how say is a cat domesticated. Because though? no, because cats can eat mice. Cats eat like vermin. Yeah, but they can't be trained to eat mice. They either do or they don't. Yeah, but I'm saying well, but cats are domesticated from like big cats. Mm, this is the. I guess maybe that's also because what domesticated taming is different means. than domesticating. Yeah. So I guess that that's. Yeah. No, but I. No, but. Yeah, like you don't like wh- you where don't, the gerbils come they from. They domesticated the cat, and then like the, the tiger, and it became like the, like Shorehair, did it? Yeah, <laughs> right? like, yeah no, like they thousands of years of no, but it's probably in... no, but it's probably like a bobcat or something, right? Or like an an ocelot or something. You know, no, it's like no, a kind of small the cat. The domestic cat was just a cat. Like, oh, it's just a cat. It wasn't. Aww, it wasn't the so result cute. of breeding like dogs, so right? Cute. No, but this is the thing, right? Like. The reason I, I think what you're you're listing more is it's like like purely domesticated animals. Animals that have been like like trained oh. like trained to like exist, right? Because like well no, because like cats are no offense, but cats are not a practical animal. I would say they're quite How? practical. You don't have to walk them, right? Like they they no, sh- no, no, they no, can no. shit no, in a, a box. Why a practical animal? I mean, an animal that does a job. Cats they can eat mice. eat mice if they want to. And bugs. And bugs. If they want to. Yeah, well, you can you can get your computer you, to work if you. Want. You can train a dog to hunt, right? Like, and it's not a. Wait, wait. No, you can actually <laughs> you can train cats, and cats, you can train cats actually do compete in like like you'll oh. occasionally see cats okay, competing. Can you train in those a cat to get a mouse. Yeah. Okay, but certain breeds of That's... dog, certain breeds of dog, you wouldn't be able to train it to like hunt or something no, like but, that. But like the like like the earliest breeds of dog predominantly came around from like practicality. Yeah, as did cats because they ate the little vermin. Actually, didn't they like worship cats? Yeah, they worship cats too. I think it was mostly to do with the fact they revered. The cat, as opposed to anything that yeah. cat did practically, and cats learn that they internalize <laughs> that. Um, anyways, we have four minutes. So I hope I hope that this uh, I hope our delightful repartee has. Uh... I'm actually done. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna just chill out here. Well, good. Don't disrupt us. Why do you, Why do you still write down notes? Like I'm doing. Because all, I like notes. I'm doing it all on Google like notes, right? Good for you. Wait. So I had a professor who, because I was studying 19th century history, and he, he looked at me. One, oh, he looked at me one day. He because he loves typing up everything, and he hated how I wrote everything out, and he used to give me such a hard time about it. And I knew he really thought this one over because he got this little smirk on his face, and he looks over at me, and he goes. You know, Becca, just because you study 19th century history doesn't mean you need to abide by all of its practices. Yeah, you and you were like, shut the fuck <laughs> You were like, duh. He was like, can you honestly tell me that, I mean, you're going to type up all those notes. Can you honestly say that you got something out of writing it? And I was, I was like, listen, wow, I much you. prefer to write. Oh my god. You were like, let me show you my martial arts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's some non-19th century oh. practices for you. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. Holy crap. I really love it because the image I've got of Meg right now across from me is like a modern day journalist. Like, you're no longer on like a laptop, like trying to upload it to like Bloomberg, etc. You're on like your phone, like tapping away and then writing notes. <laughs> you're, I... It's so frantic. It's like, oh, this is so good. Oh my God. This is juicy, juicy stuff. I'm, I'm ready to publish. I am. No, this is, uh, there's some really good stuff. I'm pretty much ready to go as well. Two minutes. So right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
wrap things up, as it were. Um, that's 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 because we're trained. That's because we're the professionals. Oh, oh, oh yeah. We, we are we are we are limber and ready to go. Like, don't feel bad, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't let our um, expertise uh, don't make this a daunting experience. Hey, bear in mind we haven't had a winner from the last round. Yeah. So. You know, like, there's no clear, there's, there's not going to be a clear winner of this section of the series, is there? Oh my god! <laughs> I, okay, I found my favourite website. Dun, 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 I don't have a title. So much for being an expert I, here. I know! Hoisted by my own petard. Um, I've got a title. Well, good for you. I actually wrote it first. <laughs> good for you. What do you want me to say to that? Uh, I'm not quite as drunk as I was the last time we recorded. I think no, I get, you need I think to, I need to get more sloshed. Um, I'm, I'm quite high. I think I need to move around a bit. I'll, I'll wake okay, up. well, don't move around while we're recording. Um, okay, 10 seconds left. You were building up to a countdown there, and you sort of like. Yeah, but then I was like, what's the you're point? You're like tail pulled out of it. Time's up. Okay, there we go. Uh, pencils down, clasp, face forward, <laughs> hands on head. Hands on head. <laughs> hands in the air. <laughs> oh my god, were, were your teachers that, like, strict about it? Like, uh, he, had a, he had a Nerf shotgun. Yeah, just no, ready I'm, to no, go. I'm serious. My, my, my maths teacher in. in Whenever we were in year 10, and right, like, he was so strict about us training for the maths exams within the time limit, right, that he would, like, he'd be like, hands on your head, I'm going to shoot you if you don't, like, keep them oh, there until yeah. I've collected the test. And, like, he legit had a Nerf shotgun. Wow. Oh, man. He shot three kids in that year. <sighs> anyway, uh, shall I go first? Yeah, do all of her talks have to proceed with shooting? <laughs> Okay, uh, you go first. Go for it. I will set you a timer. Okay. Uh, give me, give me two seconds. Whoa. Okay. I thought someone was immediately ready. Oh, I'm just zooming in. I'm just zooming in. Okay. You so did that in advance. Oh my goodness, it's color coded. No. I yeah. Think. Hang on. No, hang on. Do we have a cheater because that infinite that no, instantly I, disqualifies you? I copy you. and pasted it off a website with okay. color. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, Becca's, Becca's here, like, ready. That's not any better, but it Wait, is different. Wait, are you plagiarizing? Yeah, 100%. Ready? Anytime you're ready to Let's go. Yeah. Uh, hello, my name is Adam Green. Um, I am here today to talk about uh, my, my, my thesis. Domesticated animals, how to look after men in 2021. <laughs> Okay. That's the most heteronormative thing I've ever heard you say. Okay. Oh my god, kill me. You said me. exactly the same thing yesterday. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, anyway, so um, I was I, I was trying to find some funny spin on this, domesticating animals with this kind of stuff. I was like, oh, I'm just going to type into Google, like, um, domesticating men or something. Like, like, I was like, oh, let's do something very, like, I don't know, like, funny about, like, how guys are savages or whatever, right? Um... Um, so anyway, I typed into Google the, the, the phrase, how to look after your man, <laughs> which <laughs> I just thought was going to, it was going to, I didn't know if going to unlock anything good or bad, I didn't know what to expect, but I typed it in because I was like, I gotta know, I gotta know what Google, like, when someone turns to Google and is like, like, how do I make my husband still love me, 
What does Google respond with? Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, and that wasn't really why I was trying to think about domestication, right? And I thought, like, you know, domestication is about like, looking after something and, like, you know, like, and so, anyway. So I come up onto this website called So Happy in Town, which obviously is an acronym for. What? So Happy in Town is an acronym? For shit. shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was wondering why you had a giant shit logo on yeah. your Yeah, no, and, and I only noticed about halfway through. Um, and anyway, so. Um, this is an article that I found, and it's by a, uh, it's by the CEO and um, founder of So Happy in Town. Um, <laughs> I'm sure all of the articles are by the CEO and founder. Uh, so, hi, I'm Susie, founder of So Happy in Town. She's at this point she's put S H I T just to make it clear that yeah. the acronym is supposed to be shit, right? Uh, this is a place for all parents out there who know that as much as everything can seem tickety-boo and peachy. What, what colour is this one? Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Sweet Wait, at times. tickety-what? Tickety tickety-boo. Is this an American site? At others, oh, it can it. seem um, like a double helping of shit has been royally dolloped all over the place. I think she that might be British. That is definitely not American. Not, yeah. Anyway, so she's actually taken the time to give us some extracts from the 1950s home economics book uh, about how to look after your man. Look after your man. Have dinner ready. Mm. Plan ahead, even the night before, to have a delicious meal on time. This is the way of letting him know that you have been thinking about him and are concerned about his needs. Yeah. Most men are hungry when they come home, <laughs> and the of a good meal uh, are part of a war of the warm welcome needed. Wow. Okay. Here's an extract from 2019. Decide what you might like to eat, and if there's enough for two, see if your husband would like to make it. <laughs> If not, make it for yourself and point in the direction of the crisps cupboard or offer him up the remaining uh, of the kids' tea. Yeah, we got yeah. an answer right there. Crisps yeah. instead of the Crisps kids. and tea. Gotcha. Done. Uh, fun those you have already uh, hoovered this up. Yes. Most Hoover, men are, what, what does that even mean? Back, like, like eating it all up. Most men and women are hungry when they come home. But it's a dog's eat dog <laughs> doggy world. Doggy dog world out there, let's face it. Yep, I know. That's true. Anyway. Uh, the second session, I'm only gonna, I'm only gonna give you how much time have we got left? Oh shoot. Three Mine and a half five. three and a half minutes. I'm gonna give you two more. Okay. Um, prepare yourself. Take fifteen minutes to rest so you'll be refreshed when wow. he arrives and primed for the most important task you'll have. Touch up your makeup. Put a ribbon in your hair and be fresh looking. He has just been with a lot of work weary people. Be a little gay and a little more interesting. <laughs> be a little gay. Uh, a little bit more interesting. His boring day may need a lift. Wow. Here's the 2019 extract. Get into your skanky grey pyjama bottoms as soon as you got home from the school run. Or the minute the, you walk in the door from your stressful day at work. Take off all makeup if you had anyone in the first place and shove your hair up in a bum bun. Your boring day definitely needs a lift. So pour yourself a large glass of wine and hope that nobody bothers to talk to you for the next two hours. We can really Maybe get she takes a... I know, right? There you go. And then finally, clear away the clutter. 
Make one last trip through the main part of the house just before mm. your husband arrives. Gathering up school books, toys, paper, etc. Then run a dust cloth over the tables. Your husband will feel he has reached a haven of rest and order, and it will give him a lift too. Wow. Or the 2019 version. Mutter yourself, mutter to yourself grumpily that nobody ever bothers to clear anything up. Yeah, exactly. Um, as you shove the school books, toys, iPads, etc. into one big pile of clutter at the end of the kitchen table, your husband will feel he has reached a haven of slightly more rest if he remembers to never even make um, ever make the schoolboy ever again of uh, flinging his shoes off in the middle of the hall or dumping his coat at the bottom of the stairs. Wow, there you go. So, what have we learned from this? What have we learned from this? You got a minute and 30. Well, I think what my essay is about is that you can really tell wasp writing, can't you? Yeah, from what? From the 50s and to the the 2019s? From the 50s to the 2019s. And that, you know, like, the way we think about how we domesticate guys in the home has really changed recently. You know, it's become a lot more of a hands-off approach. Uh, anyway, that concludes my talk. Um, I okay. hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'll be signing autographs at the end. Uh, so He's milking free. it now. Um, you know, they're only five bucks each, and I will take Canadian or uh, American. Um, I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna stop the time. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, I don't think that was about domesticating men. I think that was, if anything, domesticating <laughs> yourself as a woman to accept your man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a parody of. Um, okay, can I can I say something that's like maybe worrying? Of, of, okay, did your parents ever like drink a lot of alcohol upon coming home from like work or something? No. No, mine did not either. Did yours? Because like, what is with this kind of? I mean, my dad is a teetotaler. Yeah, no, but I mean, maybe your mother, for instance. But like. No, but my my mom didn't work whilst they were married. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. And in fairness, my mum is an alcoholic. Yeah, well, I there love you go. And Katie, if you're listening, please don't say that I said this live on the podcast. But, like, you know, like every weekend we went round there, yeah. they were drinking back rum and cokes. No, but, like, there's this kind of joke, I think, especially amongst, um, uh, like, American, Canadian, British, uh, Usually waspy parents, it's like millennial. yeah, millennial parents. It's like oh, you know, like I need a glass. Of I need a glass of wine. I need a glass school. of wine. It's like oh my god, that's a lot of drinking. Like, obviously, it could just be joking. It could just be hyperbole. But does anyone actually drink after they've said that? Exactly. Maybe it's just a joke. Maybe it's just a joke. But I, I think it's okay. telling. I think okay. it's weird. Here's the real question: Like, how many girls do you know that sort of characterize themselves as like? Oh, I love wine. I couldn't live without wine. You know that kind of thing. Like, no, yeah, no, no. that's fair. I know, like, I know plenty of girls, guys as well, but but more girls, right? Like that kind of like, like they've got like the like pillow that says like every time wine o'clock. Yeah, sure. You know, yeah. right? Like the really like Very cheesy true. like. So yeah. it could just be a joke, frankly. That's fair. Okay. Well, with that, um, Becca, I think you should go second, just because like. You know, I you know I, yeah, I went we, first we, we've the last given time. You, like a newcomer's advantage. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So I think exactly. Out. I think um, you should you should go. All right, all yes. right. Yes. Whenever you're ready. All right. So, I titled my. Okay, I guess I will introduce myself <gasps> because clearly everyone else is. 
Um, so hi again, I am Becca, as if you haven't been listening to me talk for the past, I don't even know how long. Um, and my talk is titled, Friend or Foe, The Introduction of the Fennec Fox into Familial Life. Wow. I was proud of that title. Very it nice. might be really stupid, but <laughs> it's okay. Um, so I was really interested in thinking about foxes, mm. just because they obviously aren't one of the domesticated things, but it is increasingly popular to see foxes, especially fennec foxes, in households. Um, especially like on social media, you'll see a lot of like influencers with like foxes, which I think is increasingly like anyway. Um, so I thought that that was really interesting, and so I wanted to think about animals like foxes and like hedgehogs that are increasingly popular, but also are not domesticated and are simply tamed and are still wildlife animals. Um, and so depending on what state or country you live in, a fox could be considered a wild canine, a small canine, a non-domesticated species, an exotic animal, or native wildlife, mm. which is a very wide range of different classifications, ranging from like acceptable to have in your household versus not acceptable yeah. to have in your household. Or in the country. Yeah, exactly, yeah. to some extent, yeah, depending yeah, on where you like, live. Like to consider a fox a small canine, Yeah. Like as if it's just another dog, like yeah. that. But is it, uh, is it, so just to clarify, and I don't know if you've done research on this, is a fox actually a canine? Yes, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like is obviously it, no, not like... I don't know if that's I, true. It's, it's in like the dog family. Yeah. But it's not like it's not obviously a, a, a domesticated dog. dog. Well, yeah, yeah we, it's, it's, not it's not a dog. dog. <laughs> so um, Rebecca's like, that's my thesis. Yes, yes. A fox is not, not a dog. A dog. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah. So, and there are multiple foxes. So fennec foxes are not the only ones that are in households. It's just one of the more common ones. But there are also red foxes, silver foxes, and arctic foxes that you can all see in people's households. Um, so not just in the wild. Like what now, Clooney's got. Oh, yeah. Silver fox. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so uh, according to this one website that I found on, uh, <laughs> with it, it's apparently from the UK, I have no idea how to pronounce its name, uh, Grazia. Oh. Um, Grazia. And, yeah, Grazia. sure. Um, so it, it's apparently right. someone said that red foxes, uh, people say that for those who have them, they say that they can be as sweet as house cats. I don't know whether that's a compliment, given that many people don't really think house cats are all that sweet. Yeah. Um, but apparently, red foxes can be as sweet as house cats. That's Take funny. that as you will. Because mm. in the UK, like we are trained to like leave foxes well alone. Mm. Interesting. Um, and obviously, I've, I've I've seen foxes. But you see foxes mm. like like in my garden all the time. I think you've probably yeah, seen one. Yeah, no, I have. Foxes are quite uh, prevalent there, um, but. I, I, don't foxes piss everywhere? This I yes, they do, and they also smell very bad. Yes. You, you can't. There's only so much training you can give a fox. Um, and they have a weird oil on their coat. All of them. Yes, yes, 100%. Yes. And so because of that, and because they're also foragers, so they're going to destroy your house. Yeah. Also, there's again, there's only so much training that you can do because they are not domesticated animals. Um, so then that can lead to more behavioral issues, and. Oftentimes what happens is we even see with dogs and cats and domesticated animals that their owners will end up 
you know, giving them to a rescue or leaving them on the side of a road or, you know, taking them to a shelter. And that obviously very commonly would happen with foxes who have these, like, who have these issues that domesticated animals don't necessarily have. And what's crazy is I can imagine with fox, domesticated or, like, owned foxes, I suppose, they're they're kind of in a lose-lose situation because if they are abandoned, for instance, you know, surrendered into the wilderness, because they're kind of fed and kept warm and taken care of so much, like, perhaps they wouldn't even possess a lot of, like, skills needed to live by themselves, right? Yeah, exactly. Putting a wild animal that you've had in your house or that you've been feeding, that's why you're always recommended not to feed the wildlife because they can get used to having that food or having that protection. And then once it's no longer there, they've lost their, their instincts and ability to be able to figure out what they need to do to be able to provide for themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So then that can lead to more problems with foxes and foxes are already not, you know, obviously we're having a, a problem with, you know, making sure that, you know, wildlife stays in our, um, wow, I'm really blanking here. <laughs> in our wild, but like making sure that like wildlife actually continues to, to yeah. be able to be like seen by wild. future generations. Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, I mean, be wild, but also, you know, not die off. Exist. And, yeah. And so if people are constantly bringing in these foxes to their homes and then, you know, releasing them yeah. and then, you know, the foxes are dying off, then, you know, that's that's going to create more problems in the future in the long run as well um so but and also foxes can be expensive too so that's another downside to owning a fox is it can be more than ten thousand dollars to if that was where your question was going it can be more than ten thousand dollars to to get a fox it depends on to get a fox to get a fox why don't you grab one from the (laughs) that one's gone now well, no, but I can't imagine as many fox breeds as there are. There are, and actually, there is a there. There's a kind of fox. I think it was the the silver fox, if I'm not mistaken. Stop. That no, is only bred fox. in Russia. Oh my god! Um, and it is extremely it is challenging. It is a wolf. <laughs> it is extremely well. Wo- owning wolves are a completely other thing. Yeah. There's also wolf dogs, which are next. again another thing, wow. which are. Somewhere between wolf and dog. Yeah. Okay, can I just say, you know, obviously I go on TikTok and I go on, on, on um, Instagram Reels a lot. And there's been a lot of, like, pro-wolf-dog uh, propaganda coming up. Yes, recently. there definitely has been. Like, oh, my, my wolf-dog is perfectly sociable. I can take it to a dog park. It doesn't kill all the other dogs. I'm like... <laughs> Good for you. Like, I mean, everything. I guess if the bar is, it doesn't kill the other dogs. Yeah, it doesn't kill the dogs. It doesn't eat my toddler. <laughs> That's great, I guess. Well done. I mean, the bar is kind of on the floor. I mean... Yeah, there you to go. To be honest, there are so many bars that are on the floor these days. But Speaking of uh, yeah. foxes and men. 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. Domesticating oh. your men. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. So, uh, yeah, so that is, that is my talk. So... Essentially, in essence, even though owning foxes can be fun, they are cute, they are adorable, they make the funniest little cute laughing sounds, yeah. and they, like they, can be so, they can be so sweet, yeah. but you should not own one. Yes. 
Yes, I, I think that I'm, I'm glad yeah, <laughs> our podcast should have a, a, a didactic, like moralistic <laughs> tone to it. No, but I do agree with that. Like, I, I just actually searched up what a fennec fox looks like. It, it is so cute. It's They're so adorable. sweet. Also, look at this cute little like red fox. Yeah, it's so cute, right? Like, I, I can imagine it's very sweet, but like. Also, uh, the sounds that they make. I know. Because they do, like, listeners, like, if you have the time, go on YouTube or something, search up, like, foxes, kind well, of laughing. What, how does the fox sound? What's the song? Do yeah, what does the fox say? What does the fox say? But oh, no. Right. Let's, oh, oh I, gonna... I mean, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Go right. for it. Just end your talk with. <laughs> yes. No, this has become multimedia. I know, it has. We've never done this before. I know. But no, they're very sweet. <laughs> Oh, that's a terrifying one. <laughs> that's actually That's horrifying. That is horrifying. And there we go. That's that, 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 Wait, no, but the laughing ones are adorable. No, they, they are actually very... Have you ever heard them laugh before? Uh, yeah. Okay. I did what's wrong with you. Okay, well, we no, gotta cut that out. We gotta cut that out. There's no effort. We gotta cut that out. Oh my gosh, it's funny if Fox. They don't sound like that. That's a woman. No, that's a woman. No, we know that. And that's the sound they make before they bite your throat. I know. <laughs> that actually, <laughs> that actually summarizes Rebecca's talk. Yes, that, that pretty much sums it up. Actually, <laughs> that pretty much sums it up. Actually. What a way for that video to end. There it is. Also, okay, when the fox was laughing, I was looking at the sound, the sound bites and stuff, and it was like perfect. It was like perfect. Oh, it was so cute. No, they're so sweet and they're so beautiful, but just not, I think, morally beneficial and also just pragmatic, I think, to own foxes. Okay, um, no, I think it's your yes. turn to um, wow us. Yes. Okay. My talk is called, um, okay, since Becca talked about foxes, I actually think um, my talk uh, is the opposite of that, and it is called Counting Your Chickens. Oh, <laughs> no, it's called Counting Your Chickens, um, Raising Backyard Chickens in uh, New York City. And I, I think that's pretty fun. Wait, back, backyard chickens... In backyard chickens where there are no backyards. And no backyard. Okay, okay, I do. I, I understand. Okay, well, first of all, what's with all. No, but, and I don't appreciate all of this immediate interruption, okay? No, like, let me. Like fresh omelets, but come <laughs> let on. me get through at least the introduction of my dog. Do they live on the roof? Or oh like patio? Okay, okay, okay. I So I will I will go into kind of the logistics of, of how to raise um, urban uh, city chickens. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> They've got a little backwards baseball oh, cap. Oh, so cute, so cute. Okay, so, okay, technically speaking, um, a lot of U.S. cities have actually banned um, backyard chickens several decades ago and have only now um, reintroduced laws um, legalizing the ownership and kind of farming of them. Uh, New York has been, New York City rather, has been one of the only exceptions that, have ne that has never made owning and farming um, chickens uh, completely illegal. So according to the NYC Health Code, stop making that up, Health Code Article 161.9, so stop. Sorry. 
um, as of 2010, um, it's completely legal to own um, hens. And I do want to emphasize that because roosters, um, geese, ducks, and turkey are um, illegal to own in the city. I mean, can you imagine just like waking up? To, to a, a turkey? Like, Are you kidding well, me? But, oh, to a but rooster, like a rooster yeah. every morning, like I, yeah. it would wake up like an entire city. What about oh my goodness! Fire? No, that's not legal either. Um, also, it'd be very, very difficult. Who owns a peacock? Uh, actually, Adam has some neighbors that own uh, peacocks. What? Yes, yes. Uh, okay. So, anyways, um, owning chickens has been very very popular recently um and it's been part of this what i'd like to call urban farming movement um and that comes from a desire to grow local it comes from a desire to practice more green uh kind of uh farming and eating practices um and also being anti-factory farming and um saving money although um, a lot of studies have come out saying it is actually Far more expensive to. Of course it is. <laughs> it's far more expensive. Yes. Fucking yeah, it's far more expensive to 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 own um, and care for and harvest your own livestock. My my, <laughs> my neighbours actually own chickens yeah. at one point, and I honestly can tell a fox got in there and ate them all. Yeah. No. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, more recently, you should own a fox there you and go. a chicken. Uh, beekeeping, gardening, uh, those have been very big kind of urban uh, farming practices. And then chickens in New York is actually quite popular as well. And so that includes a lot of community gardens, um, rooftops, um, and also a lot of uh, sort of um, like shared kind of common spaces. There are people who construct little hen, what do you call them? Coops, right? Should we have secret chickens here? Uh, maybe not in Your here. That could be fairly dangerous. Like, what was that noise? Yeah, what's that noise? What's that <laughs> smell? <laughs> right? Um, okay, so that led me down this road where I found this forum called Backyard Ch uh, BackyardChickens.com. Um, and their, first of all, their slogan is quote unquote cheap therapy. Uh, obviously, C H E E P. Cheap therapy. Like, why own backyard chickens? Because it's cheap therapy. Uh, and they also have a prized. I mean, that, uh, that describes a lot of things. Yeah. There, they also have a prized roost called Cluckingham Palace. Um, and they have an event called Show Us Your Flock. It's a photo contest. And they have an official store called Cooped Up. Uh, I do want to show you this. They love the word play. They love the word play. And I want to show you this really funny thing because they have a premium membership option that you can buy from their official store. Um, the image is a golden eagle and an ads with a cross out of it. Um, and the premium membership is zero dollars. <laughs> so it's without ads. I don't know why they. Are you they, going to be getting the premium membership? I will membership? clearly be giving getting the pre premium membership. I don't know why. You know, if it costs nothing, they're offering it separately. There you go. Um, it's because it's a free trial. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I, I decided to kind of look around at some of the questions. You know, it's a lot about like should are heat lamps necessary you know how do i breed different kinds of chickens what temperature you're keeping them <laughs> yeah <that>? exactly <laughs> um you know when should i collect my eggs how do i take care of chickens during the winter so on and so forth um and i found some really great uh 
popular uh, posters, as it were, like people who post. I've got chickens in Anchorage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should I? Should I use a heat lamp? <laughs> okay. Um, Pioneer Chicks is a very popular contributor. I think that's cute. Miss Cluck, the fox. Um, and also this person. The silver fox? This person called Rebel Rooster. Um, and they do have as their profile picture three uh crosses against a purple sky is this an alt-right cover are i you know? hope not god i hope not well i think what's really interesting and i'm, I'm you know their uh backyardchickens.com is affiliated with backyard herd herds.com which talk about like cattle raising uh, which is I feel I'm sorry, I would <laughs> cows on the roof, Meg. I'm putting <laughs> my foot down. Which obviously is very there different will from be no cows in this apartment. Um, sufficientself.com and the easygardener.com. I I think a lot of this urban um, farming. I don't know. It's very interesting, right? Like I I've been to some talks and some events where a lot of people are really like pushing towards like growing your own stuff, even if you're living in the city. Um, I was living in Toronto back at that point, which I would say is still very 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 urban um and at the time you actually had a backyard i did have a back well yeah but i couldn't grow anything there frankly you could raise chickens i could i could raise chickens i don't know it's interesting right because i think when you live in a city it really pushes you to be dependent upon um a lot of um elements around you right like grocery stores uh, amongst other things rather than if you were living in a rural environment and able to cultivate your own stuff it's interesting because you know it kind of pushes towards this idea this desire to be self-reliant but i think what comes one of the benefits of living in a city i think is is being able to uh rely on others right um the density allows for that kind of relationship with your neighbors um and with the businesses around you but it is interesting um a lot unsurprisingly a lot of people who really push for urban farming are either people on the far left or the people on the far right right so you know folks who really uh value just on the far yeah well no i mean people with a lot of very strong opinions right who really value um some kind of status no some kind of push against the status quo um i mean that pretty much concludes my talk i i just think it's really interesting like i had friends growing up who did own chickens um you know i've never considered it myself because i think that's a big responsibility but if you're living in new york know that it is completely legal Thank you. Boom. Okay. Um, well, that was a paid promotion by Legalized po Poultry. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, my God. Also, can I just say, there was this one question that was like, what's everyone having for dinner? And one person was like, I spent so much effort caring for my chickens. I'm going to eat a bucket of, like, KFC for dinner. And I was like, is that not, like, cool, crazy? I don't know. I just thought that was crazy. That is intense. Yeah, I feel like if I was caring, like I would get so attached to the animals that I would not be able to. Yeah, no. I mean, that's the point, isn't it? They've gone to KFC instead, which is barely chicken. Yeah, which is barely chicken. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, okay, God. well, I mean, that brings us towards the end of the show. So mm -hmm. I think we've got one last thing to do, which is vote. Yes. Um, so last week you kicked off proceedings. Yeah. So, uh, Becca, why don't you yeah, give us off. your vote first this week? All right. Um, I was very interested by Meg's presentation, so I'm going to have to vote Meg again. Um, so I was, yeah, I was really interested by your talk, like talking about urban farming, just because, or, or not urban farming, urban, um, 
Oh man. Like chicken yeah. raising. Yeah. Yeah. Ch- yeah. Chicken and like like animal raising. Yeah. Um, because I've seen like this this push for like all these like community gardens yeah. in the city, and there have been you know more community gardens that have you know cropped up all over the place. Get it cropped up. I'm there you go. There you go. Um, Keep it up. <laughs> but it's just it, so it's it's really interesting to think about how being in a city environment makes you want to be more independent even yeah. while you're forced into an environment where you have to have that level of dependency um so yeah I thought that that was a really interesting take and I liked having the opposite opinion of like what I was trying to argue although I feel like there is a difference between chickens and foxes 100% so um but yeah yeah, definitely definitely very interesting okay well um I mean it was a close one. Yeah, you know, I've got to choose between chicken and fox, right? Which yeah. no, no, it's like that. It's like that puzzle. You know, yeah. you've got like some poison, <laughs> you've got a chicken, animals. and a fox. There's one boat, and you can only carry one yeah. at a time. What do you move yeah. across? Like, yeah. Um, you know, obviously I've got foxes in my area, but I've also got chickens in my area. <laughs> yeah, Adam um, lives in a pretty country environment yeah so. I, I i don't i don't have these dilemmas of rural of of, of urbanality yeah. um i don't keep it interesting i'm gonna go with the fox yeah i'm sorry love no um, I, that's good. it was a really good talk i'm gonna go with the fox because i i I found it really interesting to talk about, you know, I, I didn't even know the fox was a canine. I, you know, I, no, <laughs> that was the one thing. That, that was what pushed it over. That, yeah, that, that's like, fair. That's no, fair. but I, like, I've never really seen a fox as, like, basically just a rabid dog. Yeah, really right? passionate dog. Dog with <laughs> yeah. personality. Yeah. yeah, dog pro. Yeah. Dog premium. Um, no, I think I'm going to have to go with Rebecca on this yeah. one. Uh, which means that, Meg, you are, are tie-breaking or indeed non-tie-breaking. I know. Um, no, I'm, I will have to go with Becca as well because I, I think it was just such an... Okay, first of all, yours was... <laughs> yours, you said, was about yours domesticating men, but actually was about God. domesticating women. It was a satire about domesticating women. <laughs> you didn't even get the topic right. But I think also, um, I, I think like Becca's to- uh, topic is something that I've always been very interested and I have seen videos of Phineas the Fox laughing um, follow, and, and I, I've kind of tangentially uh, heard about how like smelly and like just like uh, like erratic that they can be right I did not know that they were rising in popularity um, as, as pets um, so it, it was enlightening in that respect and also we got some very funny recordings too which I think as podcasters is always a pleasure no, um, I, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't realize foxes were a huge thing in North no. America anyway. This is true. Um, anyway, um, so that's been our show. Um, before we go, we've got a couple of obviously things to make you aware of. Obviously, we have social medias everywhere. Mm. So if you want to hit us up on social media, you can hit us up on Twitter at Livin, L-I-V-I-N, Viva, V-I-V-A, mm-hmm. um, Livin Viva, which is without the G. Um, if you want to hit us up on Facebook, you can look us up at Livin La Viva Voce. Um, you'll find us pretty easily there, you know, again, no G. Um, and obviously, you know, if you want to follow us on any of your podcast service, you know, whether you're on uh, Spotify, whether you're on Apple Podcasts, whether you're on Google Podcasts, don't forget to smash that subscribe button because, you know, every time we release a new episode, you can get a notification, which, I mean, 
I think it's awesome, you know, if you're really into what you're listening to here, like, you know, getting a notification going to say, you know, there's a new episode this yeah. week. Uh, if you're sharing it with your friends, don't forget that obviously uh, when you say about giving the new phone chain, you need to exclude the G. And add an apostrophe. For some reason, uh, it's not picking it up without it's the apostrophe. It's, I, well, evidently. There you go. Um, before we sign off, Becca, do you want to um, plug any social media handles? Yeah, if you want to go ahead and follow my TikTok, it is at B-E-C-X-J-O-Y. Um, and you can hear me talk about a skin disorder, ADHD, um, academics, and everything else pretty much. All of that in 10 seconds. Yeah, all of that, that in 10 seconds. seconds. <laughs> I know, every single video counts yeah, just a myriad of no, uh, topics. They, they're actually more... Yeah, but I, I try. I try. Okay, well, there you go. I mean, uh, hope you liked this episode. Tune in next week. Uh, I've been Meg. I've been Adam. And I've been Becca. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.